In the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Please be seated. This morning we have one of the quintessential stories of our Christian tradition. And it's found in all of the Gospels, but the, the version that we have in today's Gospel from Mark is, is really profound and has some really interesting take on this, on this incredible encounter between Jesus and his disciples during the storm. I read that this is part of the lifelong liturgy of humans moving through water. I thought that was a wonderful way to express it. And if we're looking at this from the perspective of the disciples, as they were in the boat with Jesus in the middle of the storm in the Sea of Galilee, which was known for storms that, that rise up, they would have had in the back of their mind, as the wind began to pick up and the waves started to crash over the bow of the boat, they would be thinking probably a little bit about the history of the interaction between humans and God and water. From the beginning of time when, when the Spirit moved over creation and separated the air from the sea, from the Israelites going through the parting um, of the Red Sea when they were departing from Egypt, for the flood, Noah, and then also the book of Jonah. The other day, did you all hear that some guy got swallowed by a whale? I mean, that's a story. And I was talking about it to Tucker, and he goes, you mean Jonah? And I said, well, the modern-day version of it. And then us and our Christian faith, I, I think about what we say at that font. And in, in the thanksgiving over water that we say that the Spirit moved through the beginning of creation, again, through the, releasing the Israelites out of their bondage in Egypt, all the way to Jesus' baptism, and then that same Spirit that bonds us all together, in particular in that font at this time in Metairie, Louisiana. It, we're connected through all of these movements of water. So what is the Spirit in this water? It is, it is a place of power. It is of terror at times. The water, the seas have been a place of, of, of the unknown, of darkness, of creatures of the deep, of transformation, and of course, as we know through our baptism, of new life. But what I like to think is that this gospel reading from Mark is actually a reanimation of these ancient stories. It's pulling them all together in this encounter on the Sea of Galilee. And it doesn't baptize us into the status quo, but rather transforms us. And we know in our own lives that we cannot always avoid the storms. They will come. We can look out over the horizon and we might see some dark clouds going and we may decide to prepare a certain way, or, or maybe kind of go around a little bit different way, but ultimately they'll catch up with us. They will come. For I, I think we know that the disciples certainly realized in this boat that being a disciple of Jesus doesn't necessarily mean they won't happen, 
But what is our relationship, what is our encounter with God going to be when those things happen? You think about the early apostles in the reading today from 2 Corinthians, thinking about all that they've gone through, right? The persecutions, the killings, the sleepless nights, the hunger, the fear, all of those things. But God's faithfulness is with them. But I think what we have to think about when we, get, when we find ourselves in these places, when the wind is howling so loudly that we can hardly hear ourselves think, is that we have to ask ourselves, what do we, what do, we do in those moments? What is our reaction? And I think that we have a question to answer that we can succumb to our fear. We can succumb to the terror that happens to us. The disciples could have just said, hey, this, this, uh, this is enough, Jesus. We can fall into a place of cynicism. We can, we can close our hearts. We can harden our hearts. Or we can be transformed by it. As Abraham and Moses and Ruth and Naomi and all of us in our lives, where we can look at these times and we can say that God is speaking in and through them. Again, going back to our baptism, if we really think about these words, if we think about this beautiful little baby that's in a beautiful white dress that's been worn for generations, and we're all there and we're all smiling, and then we're talking about dying to sin. Those are hard words. But then we also say that through that, new life has a way of breathing forth. For we know after we've gone through a storm, if we haven't hardened our hearts, that there is a moment of growth and opportunity and new life. We can come out on the other side changed and different. Maybe we're like Jacob. We have a hitch in our, in our walk from then on. We're like Jesus. We have scars on our hands and our feet and our side. God does not spare us always, but rather we have to remember that God never leaves us. So I'm going to tell you all a story on this Father's Day about my dad, who died in 1998. And when I was a little girl, I was terrified of weather, terrified of it, hated it. And I have a brother who's five and a half years older than me. And do you all remember on television where, you know, it was a tornado warning and there was like a little icon of a tornado? Do you remember that in the corner of your screen? He would like terrorize me and like, put me in front of the television screen and tell me that I'm going to be sucked away by a tornado. You know, it was, it was typical brother behavior. But, um, and when I was actually in a tornado, he felt really bad. But anyway, um, so I was terrified of weather. So I'm in my early 20s when my dad died. And a day or so after he died, I had a dream. Now, I'm one of those people, I think I dream really vividly, but I don't always remember them. But I do remember this one. So my father had just died, and I is in this dream, and I'm walking into their room, to their bedroom. My mother is sleeping soundly, 
and my dad is standing before me, and all the traces of his illness were gone. He looked healthy and and in the way that I, of course, remembered him, you know, growing up. And outside, it was storming. I mean, lightning and thunder and wind. I mean, just like an apocalyptic-type storm. And I walk into the room, and I look at him, and he looks at me, and he says, Are you afraid? And I said, Dad, I'm, I'm terrified. And he looked at me, and he said, I'm okay, and you're going to be okay. And there's nothing to be afraid of. I have, and then I woke up. I, I hold on to that because, again, it's not that we're not going to have those moments. It's rather that we are trust and we believe and we lean on the faith that guides us, the presence of the Lord who holds us, the promise of resurrection that comes after suffering and death, the opportunities that rise up out of the ashes. So know that you are never alone and that Jesus reminds us that in this this process of being transformed, we will never never be abandoned by the God who holds us. Amen.